Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Thank you. Welcome uh, back to the Dollars and Cents show here on the Homeschool uh, CPA podcast. Uh, We are enjoying a conversation with an experienced homeschool leader, Jamie Buckland from West Virginia, who um, is running a a, a classical program for people in her community. She talked last time about, you know, her her vision, how she got started by uh, bringing guides along the path to help her and guide her. What do you want to talk about next, Jamie? You want to talk about, let's talk about the conflict and having tough yeah. conversations. Um, <laughs> yeah. Every leader could use some help with this. And, and yeah, I got to tell you, Jamie, you know me. I, you know, you are one of my clients. I'm a CPA, okay? I do not <laughs> do well with the um, counseling end or the soft skills, these people skills. So I'm so glad for people like you and some of the other leaders that have come in and given their advice about how they deal with conflict because it's going to come up. Uh, whenever you lead a group of people, and and you and uh, you have some experience about having tough conversations too, so why don't you, why don't do. you share some <laughs> some encouragement sure. and some tips yeah. with, with the with listeners today? Sure. Well, I will tell you that one book I read when we were creating ACA Appalachian Classical Academy when we were creating a few of us um, read the book Creation Inc by, I can't think of his name, the guy who created Pixar, the guy behind Pixar. Um, Hmm. But I loved his management style, and that book was just so encouraging to me on how he viewed teamwork, on how he valued his, um, his employees and his coworkers. It was just so inspiring to me that it really influenced how we set up ACA and, and the culture that we have between tutors and um, as my employees and me as the executive director and as the headmistress, even with my board. Uh, Jamie, was this book Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull? Is that it? Yes, that's oh, it. Red. It kind of looks like the, the character from um, Toy Story on the cover. Yes, conducting. yes. Okay. That, that's, that's it. Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull, and you said it had a big influence on you. Tell tell us about that. Yes. So the way that he talked about managing his employees and working with his coworkers was just a huge inspiration for us, and it really influenced our culture with ACA, how we wanted to communicate um, with our board of directors with me as the executive director and the headmistress and then with our advisory council. Um, That's a group of five women who volunteer to help me in day-to-day decisions and how we communicate with tutors and families. What he says, what Ed Catmull says in Creativity, Inc., is that when you create a culture of open communication where you appreciate one another and where you don't run around trying to put out fires and trying to squash mistakes, Rather, you welcome them and you embrace them and learn that the more mistakes you make and the earlier you make them, the the more growth you're going to experience, not in numbers, but in quality, then it just reorients your thinking when it comes to conflict and when it comes Hmm. to mistakes. And so that influence was huge for us. And, And one thing that I can honestly say from being a leader, I've worked with women in other 
avenues outside or in other areas outside of homeschooling, I've made a lot of mistakes, and that has really helped me to figure out what works and what doesn't work when you're having hard conversations and when you're handling conflict. And Mm. probably I I wrote down a list of a couple of practical ways and things to think about. But I can say that the biggest thing for me is that handling conflict is hospitable. It's a way to show hospitality to your group members who have trusted you in joining your group. And Hmm. if you ignore conflict, you're not being very hospitable to the families who have joined you on this venture. Hmm. That makes sense? I never thought about it. You're going to have to flesh that out. I never thought about that. I think hospitality is when you have somebody over for dinner. What are you talking about? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So if you think of, and I just wrote a blog post about this. It's on my website on jamiebuckland.net, who is in charge here. And I used the quote, um, not my monkeys, not my circus. And I've yeah, heard that. Yeah. We've even joked yeah. about that recently. But yeah. um, what, is, what, what about when it is? <laughs> what about when, these, when it is your program and you've got everybody in a group and you've got people talking over top of one another, you've got kids oh. misbehaving, mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. people that have brought mm-hmm. in drinks in a room they're not supposed to have them in. You know, if you refuse to address those things, you are asking for people to be uncomfortable around you. And hospitality is welcoming and making people comfortable and mm. in their space. And so I always think of, I've kind of coined this Jamieism. you either handle the conflict or the conflict handles you. So you either approach it in a loving mm. way, you, you spend some time praying about the conflict, thinking about how you should communicate, how you should have that conversation, or it will eat away at the community, and hmm. you are not being hospitable if you avoid it. And I think a lot of people think, oh, I don't want to add to this conflict. I'm, I'm not a drama person. I, I'm known to say that I loathe that. I hate it when people say, oh, I don't do drama. Well, life has conflict, and it's not <laughs> being dramatic when you handle it. It's being mature. You just handle it yeah. and you move on. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I, I that. view that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, is tell me if I'm catching this or not. So when you say it's hospitable, it's also kind of respectful. It's respectful yeah. to, to everybody's opinions. It's it's respectful maybe to, to the host church that you tell the kids, yeah. don't, you know, put your feet up on the furniture or walk, you know, right. whatever. Respect the building, respect other people. And, yeah, you're right. Sometimes when we ignore a conflict, the person feels disrespected because they're not being heard. That mm-hmm. you know, you're just trying to stuff it down. That's a very yeah. interesting way to think about. It. Thanks for that. What else? What yeah. else you got on yeah. your list? So, when just some practical ways in handling those hard conversations and tackling that conflict. If you have a specific situation that involves a specific individual, do not generalize how you address that. So, an example might be if you have mm-hmm. one kid who's breaking the uniform policy over and over. Every week he's breaking the policy. He's wearing the wrong collar shirt or whatever it is. And he's a, or there's a no hat rule and he just keeps wearing a hat. Um, don't get up in your morning address to the parent to the parents and say, 
I just want to remind everyone of this rule because what can happen, it's either two things, either the mom was too busy to realize their kid kept doing it or she honestly doesn't agree with your policy. And so she's just kind of waiting to see. And we just, you have people like that. And so you, by generalizing it, you're actually making a bigger issue because sooner or later you're going to have to go directly to that person and yeah. if I were that person, I would have preferred you handle it with me one-on-one than yeah. continually addressing it in a group. You're making a big fire out of a teeny tiny kindling here. So without, um, if it's an individual, then, you know, have the nerve <laughs> to uh, lovingly approach the individual and not address it in the group. That's the go-to. People I do that like all that. the time, and I see it create more conflict. The, have you ever been at a board meeting? Uh, I have, Jamie, where, yes. yes, some incident happens, and the board asks this question, do we need a policy about this? And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, you're going to make a policy for everybody when it was one right. offender or one That's repeat good. offender? No, talk to the repeat offender. You don't need a whole policy. I mean, right. this is how our government does things, though, right? We make a law right. for everybody, and it affects even the law-abiding people, not the lawbreakers. <laughs> right, right. And so, And that brings up a good point when it comes to policies. You know, we like to say in our orientation, I meet one-on-one with my families now in August of every year. Granted, I only have 11, but I have found that it's to be more intentional. They book a 30-minute appointment with me. So I set up at the church. I'm going to be there from 9 to 4, and you tell me what 30-minute slot you're going to come. I hand you all the books that you've ordered through us for the year um, because I, I do all that for our families. And so I hand them their books. We talk about the materials they're going to use, give them their schedules, and then I talk about the policies one-on-one. And I get the opportunity to set a clear expectation. And I always say, we'll mention them now, and I hope to never address them for the rest of the year because it's mm. so clear and intentional. And I can honestly say that the better we have gotten at at communicating those policies, the less we ever have to refer back to them because we've created mm-hmm. a culture where the expectations are clear. Wow. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Huge. Yeah. So then the, the, just a couple yeah. quick things would be um, to to be intentional when you are going to have a hard conversation when it comes to timing. I think a lot of people think, oh, well, we're on community day. I'll just talk to this mom real quick before we get the day started. Mm. Bad Mm. idea. Bad idea to start because you're going to spark emotions and what's going to happen probably is she's going to seek some justification throughout the day and what could have been handled in maybe a 10-minute um, quick phone call or a 10-minute face-to-face before you go get in the car has now turned into a fire. And my job, I always say, is to throw water on these little sparks, not gasoline. So you want to be intentional mm-hmm. and think about the timing. You want to be discreet. You want to respect them. Yeah. Even if you're yeah. frustrated with someone, you need to respect them because you don't know the whole perspective and the whole story until you've heard their side. When you do confront them, you don't want to accuse. You want to ask questions. And you want to be ready to to respond. And by that, I just mean that you want to be prayed up and maybe even practiced some verbiage 
on mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. wow, I hadn't even thought about that. Thank you for sharing this side with me because if they feel offended that you even brought up something and they're a little aggressive in how they respond to you, you have a choice to be water or gasoline. You can either mm-hmm. fuel that or you can meet it with water and just say, you know what, I need to think about this some more. And then my last piece of advice when you're handling this is, if it needs to be closed, make sure you are prepared to close that topic. If it is something you need to think about, maybe you need to have a board meeting or you need to carry it on, then be prepared to say, you know what, I'm going to have to go and talk to so-and-so or we're going to have to move forward to try to find some reconciliation. But if it is something that needs to be closed, don't leave that conversation without it being closed. Make sure it's, it's done so that there is an opportunity for lingering hurt and lingering confusion. You want to tidy it up, practice that verbiage beforehand so that you know what to say when you are ready to walk how, away and have that be done. How do, you, how do you know that it's closed for them, though? What, what does that look like yeah. when you say close the conversation? Yeah, so asking questions is the main thing. Okay. You know, you okay. want to you want to ask them their side of whatever it is or can you tell me why we're having this recurring issue? Can you help me see all sides of this? And then you want to have time to hear them, let them be okay. heard, and then you can ask them. So do you feel like this is reconciled? But if it is mm. something where you've had an a violation of a policy, you need to be prepared to communicate, you know, your child has been sent out of class twice now. And the way we handle this is after two times that he's been sent out of class, I sat down with you and your child and we discussed the opportunity to him for him to return to class. You need to be prepared to do, if it's a violation of a policy, okay. if this isn't something that's going to linger. We need to tidy it up and communicate clearly. And don't write policies you won't enforce. Don't waste your time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or, and you're like saying, okay, so here's the next consequence, or you understand mm-hmm. the policy is. Right? Yes. Yeah, you're trying to stick to your policy or clarify. It goes back to your your second or third point about clear expectations. You understand this will happen next. I mean, that could be right. what the closure is. It doesn't necessarily mean yeah. you're getting agreement. Right. From the, I mean, a good agreement that this is what's going to happen next. Right, you're trying to bring um, harmony to the situation. Harmony doesn't always mean that everything is all tidy, though. (laughs) Sometimes it's just this is how we're going to move forward. Brilliant. I can tell you you learned this from making mistakes, like you said. It does. And learning from them. It comes from having, I've been the offender (laughs) probably more than I'd like to admit. I've been handled well, and I've been handled poorly. And Um, I know what it feels like to be handled poorly. And that encourages me to love the people. And I'll just say this, too. When it comes to working with children, I've got, I have my 15-year-old Emma. She used to always, when she was eight, she would climb up on the table, and her tutor would be like, Emma was on the table again. I'm constantly reminding her to get off the table. And I would talk to her about it at home. And she just kept getting on the table. I mean, it's been my kid, okay? I'm not saying that it's other. But what I loved is my tutor loved me enough and loved my Emma enough to come alongside her. And instead of being frustrated with the behavior, she was willing to partner with me in loving my kid through this disobedience. 
through this frustrating mm-hmm. behavior. And so in working with children, if I've got a mouthy teenage boy, I love him enough to come alongside his parent, not to accuse his parent, not to accuse him unnecessarily, mm-hmm. but to come alongside him. And we need to love one another's children. If we're going to be in community together, we owe that to one another to love them, love the human, and not accuse the behavior in a negative mm-hmm. way that's just going to lead to more conflict. And that's wonderful. You know, I just I just kind of want to stop now, Jamie, because I yeah I feel like I want to absorb what you said. <laughs> Think about this. So yeah, we're gonna have you back for one one more episode where you're gonna talk about working yourself out of a job. I'm sure that sure. tons of leaders would love to hear your experience and advice on that. But thanks so much for what you shared Absolutely. about. Thank you. Dealing with these conflicts, you know, I'm going to you show hospitality. Don't generalize over specific violations. This is this is so good. Time it well when you need to have a hard conversation, mm-hmm. and close the conversation. That's what I heard you say. So, oh, really yeah, that's great. So, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.